Welcome to this episode of Ready, Set, Grit, Your Life on Purpose with Ellen Barton, where you'll hear thought-provoking discussion, inspirational stories, and get action tips for creating the life of your dreams. Hello and welcome to Ready, Set, Grit, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to level up their business and level up their life. I'm your host, Ellen Barton, and today my guest is Ed Balky. Ed is the creator of Deserve Level Coaching, which is a revolutionary way to think, to be, and to receive in this world. Ed, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ellen. It's great to be here. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited to have you here today. Um, I've had the great pleasure of learning about your uh, process over the past many months, I guess, as we've worked together. And I'm excited to help get it out to the world because what you do is really different. Thanks. I, I'm really blessed to have the opportunity to work with somebody as awesome as you are. And it's been fun watching your evolution through this process. Aw, thanks, Ed. That's, <laughs> that's kind of you to say. Um, so I want to start out today just getting back to some of the basics of what, um, what you teach and what you bring to the table when you work with your clients and um, let's, let me just set the scene for you. So many of our um, listeners here are entrepreneurs, and the thing that I think I hear more than anything else from them is um, it's hard. Sometimes this is really hard. And a lot of times those issues are around money. Um, sometimes it's um, staffing, finding the right people. But, you know, certainly there, there are challenges that come up. And it seems to me that um, a lot of what we get to experience in, with these challenges, as the outcome of the challenges, has to do with our mindset. So let's start there. Where do most people kind of get this wrong? Well, I, I love that you're talking about people's mindset, because when someone is looking at the problem they're facing like this is really hard, then it's going to be hard. And, you know, it is the way that they look at the issue because the way it works when we're trying to accomplish anything, we are driven by what's called the expectancy effect in psychological terms. Now, I'm I'm not a psychologist. I'm a coach. But a lot of these principles of how the mind operates really play into the kind of work that I do. So this idea of expectancy effect is uh, also referred to more commonly as self-fulfilling prophecies. So if you have in your mind that a problem is going to be hard, you're going to prove it. You're going to find every way to make it difficult. If, on the other hand, you, you have a way to convince yourself, especially at a deep unconscious level, that this is a problem that's easy for you to solve. It's natural. You know what to do. The right answers will come at the right time. The right resources will show up exactly when you need them. If you can get your mind to look at it that way, then things get a lot easier. Mm, That's a good way to put it. And I have to say that in my own evolution, I'm far from complete. I don't know if we ever are complete but I'm having a lot less um, sleepless nights where I'm worried about the outcome and, and how it's going to work out. One of um, the great results of working with you has been this evolving sense of ease. I love to hear that. That is one of the greatest 
joys in my work is when someone tells me that something has changed in their life, they feel more relaxed, more confident, the results are coming more naturally. So, you know, that is the objective. It's because in the long run, why do we want to succeed in our entrepreneurial ventures? We want to have the feeling that we're on track, that we're doing something productive, that our financial conditions are improving. Overall, it's really about happiness and satisfaction. So that's my main objective. Do I love to help people make millions of dollars? Of course I do. But what I'm really most interested in is that they come back to me and say what you just said. Mm. I'm happier. I'm more relaxed. I sleep better. Um, I don't yell at my kids so much <laughs> that everybody is enjoying themselves that I have the, the opportunity to impact. Yeah, that's very true. It's, it's really a new way of being. And, and I greatly appreciate it having um, lived for many uh, years in the other way of being. So um, that's just a personal note. But one of the things that attracted me to working with you in the first place is that you are certainly very spiritual. You um, have these, um, this program that you've developed, and I, I, definitely, I, you know, I want to talk more about that in a little bit. But I also loved that you have a real groundedness about you. You have, um, y y you know, there, there's some practitioners who are um, mindset coaches or working in this space who are a little bit more um, ethereal, I guess. And you've got a grounding in science. You've got a grounding in um, the laws of, of the universe, but in a very tangible way. And I just want you to talk a little bit about your background and how that background led you to um, what you have developed with the deserve level. Awesome. Okay. So what a great question. Um, my uh, early career was as an engineer, as a software engineer. So I was a computer programmer. And, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes that that can evoke. People think of programmers as nerds and, you know, maybe uh, working for hours and hours and hours or days with headphones on and doing their best not to interact with people. Uh, I was never like that. I always liked interactions. I always liked the feeling of collaboration. Uh, so I had this, this mix of things going on for me with a, a little bit of push-pull between those two ways of being. I really do like to think systematically about any problem I'm trying to solve. And so when I got really excited and interested in the idea of how to help people change what they believe they deserve, impact their deserve level, and have that change the results that they produce, I took it on as an engineering problem. I was going to reverse engineer how to get into the unconscious mind and get it to think differently about whoever you know we were working with. And in the first cases, I was the test subject, right? I wanted to change my deserve level, and I had to understand what it was that was holding me back, holding me at the level that I was. Because although I, I, and some of the grounding that you're talking about comes from 
years of business following the, that first uh, engineering programming job that I had in my in my uh, early twenties. I went through lots of evolution using the idea of deserve level to guide me in my career, and I had quite a bit of success. I wound up um, running technology companies, founding several, having a career also in uh, what's called fintech, uh, the technology around financial services, trading, bonds, derivatives, stocks, all those kinds of things. But while I was building up the idea of what's going on in the unconscious mind that impacts people's deserve level, I always also had a strong spiritual practice. So to me, whether you believe in God or source energy or the universe, it doesn't matter what you call it. I always had this feeling, this, this knowing that I wasn't alone, that something or someone was there working with me and wanted me to succeed. And when I worked with people, as I transitioned from a, a, a career in as an executive in technology companies to becoming an executive coach and, and training entrepreneurs and senior executives, one of the things that really made big difference for the people that I worked with was giving them the sense that they were not on their own. So yes, we're going to do some very rigorous goal setting and create action plans to build a business. And there are a lot of really great structures that I reverse engineer with my clients. But I also wanted them to have that innate sense of support that the universe had their back. So to me, it's, it's really about combining both of those things that produces the greatest sense of certainty about what we're up to in whatever our project is in business or in our personal lives. Hmm, great. Thank you. And Ed, you talk a lot about rewiring the brain. You talk a lot about um, breaking through the old deserve level that we have. And I'd like you to to expand on that a little bit, how does someone get stuck at a certain level? How does that happen? And why does it happen? And um, what's the result of it? And then how, let's talk a little bit about how to change that, because I love that your approach is so, um, I don't know if pragmatic is the right word, but like practical and um based on fact and law and this works, just do this, it works. And that's um, exciting and very different from anything else that I know of that's out there. So I think that's okay. a pretty long question. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no problem. I could parse through that. That's fine. So I think what will help answer the question is a little bit more of an explanation about what deserve level is. So the idea with deserve level is that you get in life what you believe you deserve, but it's controlled by your unconscious mind. So at a conscious level, you might say, listen, I'm a great person. I work hard. I'm a great parent, son, daughter. Um, I'm a a generous uh, supporter of community projects. I 
am smart, I'm hardworking, I have high integrity, so I deserve a million dollars a year. So what do you mean deserve level changes what I get? Well, it's terrific that you might think those things about yourself, but that's conscious thought. Unconsciously, you may have a whole different view of yourself that you're not even aware of. A lot of the time what happens is you'll, you'll say, yeah, I have such great integrity and I work that hard, but your unconscious mind is saying in the background, yeah, you work all right, but do you think you work hard enough to really deserve a million dollars a year? I don't know about that. And you say you have such high integrity, but did you forget about that math test you cheated on in third grade? I didn't. <laughs> so... What drives deserve level, what drives this opinion of yourself and what you're worthy of having and accomplishing that results in those self-fulfilling prophecies about what you can have and achieve, that's your unconscious mind. So the answer to your question, how do we get stuck? And then how do we shift our deserve level so that we start taking different actions to produce the kind of results we really want? consciously, is first we have to identify what those unconscious stories are that we're telling ourselves that are holding us back. So if you've got this deep-seated idea that you're stupid, for example, and you know, you're doing everything out in the world to show people how smart you are because your unconscious mind wants to protect the fact that you're actually stupid, quote unquote, not really stupid, but that's the decision that it made, right? Then that can keep you stuck. Those ideas are what I call limiting decisions. This is not the same as what a lot of people doing mindset work call limiting beliefs. It's, there's a subtle difference. So a limiting belief is just some general idea that maybe doesn't work to help you, you know, be your best out in the world. But if you think about the root of the word decision or decide, it's side, side as in pesticide, homicide, suicide. In other words, to kill off. So a limiting decision is something that limits you and it kills off other options. So you've experienced something in life. And a lot of the time these things get started at a young age, many of them right around age seven, plus or minus a few months, where something happens to you and to try to make sense of the world around you and find your place in it, you come to some conclusion. So I have had a lot of clients come to the conclusion that there's something wrong with them, that they don't fit in, or that they're stupid, or that they're, they're just lacking that special spark that some of the other kids have. So they're only going to be able to get to a certain level of success in their life, but they'll never do amazing things. If you have those kind of things lurking in the shadows of your unconscious mind, they're like, they're like vampires. You don't even see them. They're always in the shadows, but they're sucking your power, keeping you stuck at a particular level in life. 
So a large part of the work that I do is to help people through a, a bunch of different exercises that I've created, identify those vampires. We become vampire hunters together and go in and find those decisions that they've made that block them from taking effective action to produce the kind of results they want. Once you find those vampires, like every good vampire it's, that's been exposed to the daylight of awareness, it starts to turn into dust. Then we get out you know, the power tools and go to work to finish them off, clear them out of the unconscious mind, and then create a new set of decisions. Again, it's still decisions, still designed to kill something off, but design is the key word there because what we're doing is getting the conscious desires, let's say it's that million dollars a year, getting a look at what would I need to know about myself, the knowing of which would make it inevitable that I would achieve that new deserve level of making a million dollars a year. And so that new set of decisions, we bring a lot of consciousness and attention to it and then install that into the unconscious mind like a new program, almost like a, an operating system upgrade. So instead of all of those old decisions that happen by accident over the course of a lifetime, that we're holding you back, we've now replaced them with very thoughtful, consciously designed decisions that are in alignment, that, that bring your conscious mind and your unconscious mind into alignment to achieve something special in your life. So again, you, you said it was a long question. I gave you an even longer answer. <laughs> it was a great answer. <laughs> you know what is, is really striking to me is, is how many people have no idea of the power that they hold within themselves. You know, how I would, I don't know the percentage of people who fit this, but I'm guessing it's a high percentage of people that really act and believe and exist as a, as a, a um, you know, as a victim of their circumstances almost. Oh, you're, you're so right. It's crazy. You know, human beings are so brilliant. We have supercomputers to process life and figure things out with. And most of the time, we really think we're, we're idiots. You know, <laughs> yes, there are exceptions. There are those of us walking around thinking, gee, I'm, I'm pretty darn smart. And, you know, that's kind of the opposite of a limiting decision. That's an empowering decision that can help bring you forward as long as it doesn't turn into narcissism and then create other problems. But humans are innately brilliant. That's my position on this. And we're mostly walking around thinking we're idiots and we're blocking ourselves. So if you can find those limiting decisions, blocking that natural brilliance, get rid of them, then the true power does get to emerge. It's like you, you found the extra switches on the computer that turn on all the rest of that processing power, and now you can produce amazing results that you didn't even dream you could accomplish before. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned narcissism which is a real personality disorder. It's a real thing. Mm -hmm. 
but it kind of makes me think about um, our listeners and what might be going through their heads of, um, I guess, their self-worth or what I'm imagining that they might be asking questions, you know, if I really am, if they really are limitless, then is there a place where, um, you know, greed comes in? Do we really deserve all of this? Is is it really ethical, you know, to, to have and want all this stuff or all this abundance? And I'd like you to address that. Um, I have some thoughts on this question, and I hope I'm asking it in a clear enough way. Yeah, I, I do understand what you're asking about. And, and let me start by distinguishing something. Sometimes when people hear deserve, they think, well, that means you're, you're saying somebody should just give me everything that I want. Like I'm entitled to receive everything without working. Well, there's a huge difference between entitlement and deserving. Entitlement means, you know, again, that, that without doing anything for it, I'm supposed to receive and I'm going to get cranky and have an attitude if the world, the government, my spouse, whatever, doesn't give me exactly what I want. That's actually a very low deserve level state. When you're raising your deserve level, then you have no problems working and earning whatever result it is that you want to produce. In fact, you feel excited to be able to see that the fruits of your labor are these great results. Very different from an entitled mindset. Thank you for clarifying that, and much more eloquently than my rather clumsy question, but that was exactly what I was trying to ask you, so thank you for that. Sure. So now, I, you, know, you just said that working is... Um, part of it. And, and I completely agree. You know, I'm, I'm an action girl. So I'm all about like, how can we take action around, um, our desires, what we, what we truly want, but there's a big difference in taking inspired action, which comes from some of the work that you do. And some people call this being in the flow. Some people call this, um, you know, getting in tune with your intuition or whatever vocabulary they choose to use. There's a very big difference between that and taking action out of fear or desperation or any other lower level emotions. So can you talk a little bit about that and why there's a difference and what that difference is? So there, there's a lot of different uh, ways of wrapping your head around the power of deserve level. So I, I really want to understand your question a little bit better. What exactly are you trying to get at it from the experience of working together? You know, a little bit about the approach, actually quite a bit now mm-hmm. that I'm taking, pull it out. What exactly is going to make the biggest difference for you as you take your next step in this process? It seems to me through working together and through knowing what I know about your work and your beliefs and your coaching and all that you bring to the table, it seems to me that the further we get along in this process and the higher we raise deserve level, the more open we become to the um, the serendipities, the magic, the... the um, the, the chance encounters with strangers that can really lead to incredible things. 
And the, as we move up, as we move up higher, you know, to higher level emotion, higher level uh, rewiring of the brain, it's um, to me I, there's I more there's more of an acceptance that miracles can happen. There's there's a breaking down of oh, if I want to make a million dollars, it's got to take five years. It's impossible mm-hmm. for it to happen overnight. So there's like this openness to, you know, not to being handed something, but to being exposed to the opportunities that could lead to something on a much higher frequency. That's what I'm trying to ask you. Okay, perfect. So there, the distinction that you're talking about between earning and being open to receive is a really important one. See, when I mentioned that human beings really have access to an incredible supercomputer, and a lot of the time we're not using it at full capacity, what's what's happening is that there's always enormous opportunities around us. Always, always, always. I don't care if the stock market just absolutely crashed and went down to the lowest level that it's ever been or the economy is in desperate straits. There are always opportunities there and there are always serendipities, things that we can take advantage of. You know, the person sitting next to you at Starbucks that turns out to be, you know, the perfect next client for your business. Those things are always around us. And when we're in this headspace of everything's hard, things aren't working, I'm going to have to, you know, really bust my butt with 80 hour weeks for the next five years before my business can really take off. Then we are not open to seeing the opportunities all around us. So we can take the the sort of spiritual view that uh, you know we're divine beings and the universe has our back and you know if if we open ourselves to the right frequency, great things are going to happen. And I love that. I don't have any problem with that at all. And I'm a strong believer in connecting with your spirit and your higher self. But I also, like you, I'm very practical. I want to take whatever actions I can to increase the odds of those great things happening for me. And so what I, what I see is that the more we view it as our responsibility to take all the actions necessary to accomplish our goals, then the, what we're doing is we're opening ourselves to those opportunities that are always around us anyway. So you can look at it like we're swimming in a, a you know, like this rich nutrient bath, <laughs> you know, like cells at the beginning of the life on earth. We're swimming in this rich nutrient bath where there are tremendous opportunities always around us. And we're either allowing them to connect with us or we're blocking them. And so from the practical side, be excited about all those opportunities. Expect them to come because, again, just using an understanding of how the human mind works, that expectancy effect, that self-fulfilling prophecy thing drives our behavior. 
So there's that side. And then on the spiritual side, you can say, well, if I do everything I can possibly do, take every action and improve my attitude so that I expect that the universe is going to support me, then I prove both to my unconscious mind and to the universe that I'm deserving of those great results. So if I plan on sitting on the couch and eating bonbons and expect million dollar checks to just show up in my mailbox, I'm probably going to be disappointed because I'm not convincing myself and my unconscious mind that I'm worthy of having those results. And that's where entitlement really lowers deserve level. If I'm taking every possible action, if I'm engaged and working on the issue, then I believe that I deserve it more. And on the spiritual side, I'm convinced the universe that I deserve it. So, you know, I don't care whether you, you believe in all the spiritual side or not. The practical side is enough. Open yourself to every possible opportunity by taking every possible action. But it doesn't hurt to let the universe come in every now and then and help you out because it will. It will. You know, and it, it's been proven. I'm, I'm sure we've all seen it happen in our own lives during those times when we've, we've been in the zone. You know, we've relaxed enough to allow that to happen. But it all starts with your mindset. It all starts with this um, rewiring, you know, as you say, of what you believe you deserve. And I think that's so fascinating. I had a conversation the other day with a woman who um, is an entrepreneur. She has a business and has a lot of financial strain right now. And I was telling her about a program that I really believe could help her. I was excited about this. She was excited about it, but she said, oh, I'll never be able to afford that. And, you know, we're talking a couple hundred dollars a month. That so wasn't, you know, it was, it was not a huge amount of money, but, but she said, oh, I'll never, I'll never have that much money. And I thought, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, absolutely. Um, you will prove that. And, and like you yeah. say, when you, uh, when you're sending out those kind of messages to the universe, it responds. Right. On that side of things, like you say, beyond the practical, if we do get into, you know, the the nature of reality and and how the universe operates, the universe is like this enormous amplifier and reflector. So you're uh, the way I look at it is the entire thing. If you break it down to the smallest particle, smaller than quarks or boson Higgs particles. What is the universe made of? It's pure love. And so when you say to the universe, I, I, I can't have this thing that I want. I can't get this thing to work. The universe, as a giant reflector and amplifier, sends back a message. Okay, you can't have this thing work. Here's more of it not working. I love you. It always ends with I love you. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if you put out there, oh, my God, I had some success today. That was so great. Thank you. I feel I experience gratitude and I concentrate on what is working. Then you're sending out a message to the universe. This is really working. Thank you. The universe says, "Okay, this is really working. I'm going to send you more of it working. I love you. 
So you really do want to be conscious of the messages that you're sending out. And, you know, again, I really love to combine that practical engineering, systematic, step-by-step approach with being open to the support from God, the universe, wherever it's going to come. What am I going to do? Say no? (laughs) You know, bring it on. I, I deserve to be successful. I am also going to make sure that because of whatever success I receive, everyone around me does better. So it's important, and this is, I think, uh, uh, something that might surprise some of the people that uh, you work with or that listen to this, but I think it's absolutely critical to donate a portion of whatever income you've got, even if it feels like you're just getting drips in compared to what you need, that you take a percentage of that and you donate it to some cause that you really believe in. You find a way to make an impact because you need to program your unconscious mind that the better you do, the better everyone around you is going to do. The more success you achieve, the more success there is going to be in the world. So create that connection in your mind and show yourself, prove to your unconscious mind that you're a great steward of whatever abundance you receive makes a huge difference. I have watched people that were at a plateau in their business implement this at my suggestion, start to donate 10% of whatever income they're generating through their business, and then within a week have a massive breakthrough and the business doubles. So don't be stingy. Believe in that there is an abundance that is trying to find you if you allow it. And if you create that flow by giving on, paying forward some of what you receive, then you're saying, I trust that there is plenty and more will come. And that, again, does what you said and allows more to flow into you. Mm, That's beautiful. Thanks, Ed. Thank you. And uh, we are almost running out of time, but I just wanted to ask you, we've talked a lot about money and and abundance in that sense, because I um, opened this whole thing by, you know, saying our listeners are mainly entrepreneurs, but Deserve Level works with more than just money. What are some other examples of successes you've experienced with your client, or, or I should say your clients have experienced with you? Great. Yes, it's their success. And, and I really make sure that they own it because, you know, it, maybe I'm helping guide them, but it's their power and their natural brilliance that produce the results. But um, I, I, I love your question because, you know, we do get very focused on money and business success. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with money, especially, as I said, when you're using Uh, at least a chunk of it to make something better. Then you don't have to buy into any limiting decisions about money is bad or rich people are jerks or any, those are things that stop the flow of abundance. But in addition to money, there are so many things that are important in life, the quality of your relationships, your health, your energy, the kind of adventures you can experience your living environment. So I do work with people on all of those things. 
Um, I had a, a client yesterday send me a series of pictures. It looks like one of these things that you would get out of a photo booth where it's, you know, a bunch of pictures stuck together. But it was a timeline photograph of her wearing this dress, the same dress in five pictures spread over a nine, the last nine months that we've worked together. And in the first picture, you know, she was a different person from the last picture. She had lost close to 150 pounds. Oh my gosh. And, and so the, at the, in this last picture, the dress is, she's had to take it in three times to even be able to wear the same dress and have it not fall off of her. So what, you know, it wasn't a particular diet that I put her on. It, it wasn't, you know, a specific nutritional and exercise plan. You know, those things have to happen. You have to do the right, take the right actions too. But what it was, was raising her deserve level, getting her to think of herself as a different person as deserving of having a body that she envisioned in advance with her conscious mind and then removing the impediments to that, removing the limiting decisions, replacing them with consciously designed decisions about her behavior, what she ate and how she exercised. So that's one example, but I can give you dozens. We've helped people quit smoking in as little as one session. Now, that's kind of a special circumstance, but what we see is how we treat ourselves in terms of uh, the, the amount of self-love that we allow in, that we allow ourselves to experience. That has a tremendous impact on our quality of life. So losing weight, getting in great shape, quitting smoking, quitting Alcohol, if it's a problem in your life, we've had people do that as well. And, and some of my favorites include finding the love of your life. I hmm. have uh, two clients right now that when we started working together, they really felt stuck in relationships and a little bit sad and depressed that they were never going to find that person to share their life, that special partner. And I have two right now that went through that uh, experience and raising their deserve level about the kind of person that they deserve to be with, which, again, mostly comes back to falling in love with yourself first. Both of these people are now engaged. And oh, I'm sorry, I take that back. One got married a couple of weeks ago and the other one is engaged. So, <laughs> yes, it, it goes beyond money. The way to uh, think of this is anything that impacts your quality of life can be radically altered when you change what you inherently believe that you deserve at a deep unconscious level. Mm, it's so exciting. It's so exciting. It's so revolutionary and exciting, game-changing. Um, I, I can't say enough about you and your work. But unfortunately, we do have a time limit. So what's the best way for people to get in touch with you, Ed? Ah, thank you. Um, the, probably the, the easiest way is to go to my website, which is edbalke.com. So that's E-D-B-O-H-L-K-E 
com, and you can contact me through the website. Uh, I'm on Facebook again by my name, Ed Bulky Deserve Level Coaching. Uh, Instagram under Deserve Level. So any of those ways would work. Okay, super. I will also put those links on my website so that it's easy um, because I know our listeners deserve it to be easy. But, yes, they um, do. Yeah, I really enjoyed talking with you, Ed. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. It's really been a great pleasure. You're awesome. Aw, thanks, Ed. And thank you all for listening to this episode of Ready, Set, Grit, the podcast that helps entrepreneurs level up their business and their life. I'm Ellen Barton. Please join me again next week. Thanks for tuning in to Ready, Set, Grit, your life on purpose with Ellen Barton. Look us up online at readysetgrit.com where you'll find daily inspiration, links to our social media, and where you can access our ebooks and online classes. Ready, Set, Grit, inspired actions, real results.